Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Insight Meditation Center. I, I am Fu Schrader, a guest teacher of your teacher, Gil Franzdahl, and my good friend. Uh, he and I and Paul Haller, another Zen Center teacher, have been incredibly enjoying a three-week intensive called the Harmony of Zen and Vipassana. And uh, this is our last day. So it's nice to have you all here. Um, and we'll start with some meditation, and then I'll give a, a short talk. So I'm wondering how many of you remember a few years back a story about 12 wild boars. You know, it was the name of a team of soccer players and their young coach who were rescued from a dark water-filled cave in Thailand. You know, a lot of attention was paid at the time <clears throat> to the long planning process that resulted in their rescue including teaching them how to swim, how to use scuba gear, and all of that. The part that was deeply engaging for the world press was the technique and, and the danger and that was, and uh, you know, the fear. <clears throat> but at the same time, very little attention was paid that I could tell in the mainstream reporting to the fact that the coach of these boys, Ekapol Chantawang, had spent most of his young life from the age of 12 until 22 as a Thai forest monk. In a somewhat obscure article called How Buddhist Meditation Kept the Thai Boys Calm in a Cave, they reported that at the moment that the boys were found, they were sitting there calmly. No one was crying or anything, and it was astonishing. The article then explained that Ekapol, their coach, had taught the boys to meditate to keep them calm and to preserve their energy through their nine days of pitch black isolation. On the day of their rescue, each of the boys did an hour of meditation with their teacher before being brought out of the cave, you know, one by one, as I think we all remember. The article included a cartoon that had been circulated in Thailand showing Ekapol with a lap full of tiny wild boars sitting peacefully in upright meditation, just like the Buddha that he had been taught to be. So with that story in mind, I'd like to offer all of us an opportunity to sit together for a few minutes, remembering those boys and their teacher, and also remembering one of the rescuers who died in his effort to help save those boys. He too, Saman Guna, is honored and embraced within this warmly human story. I think we all know that marketing a product such as meditation is such a challenge for us, you know, as it was for the Buddha with so little to show for itself. You know, we Buddhists not only just sit together a lot, we also talk about just sitting together a lot. And we talk in order to encourage others to give it a try. You know, as it says on this clever bumper sticker that I've seen in recent years, don't just do something, sit there. So only by that something that we call nothing can we discover for ourselves how an hour of silent sitting even in the darkest of times and the darkest of places might literally save our lives. Or even if our lives are not in the end to be saved, the quality of the time we have left might be brighter, sweeter, and more dear. So please, in the time we have left, find a comfortable upright sitting posture for yourself. You know, lengthen your spine all the way up from the base. Drop your shoulder blades back and down. 
allowing the chest to open more fully. Align your ears with your shoulders and your nose with your navel. Take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale again and again as you have your entire life. Now rock your body right and left. It should feel very good. Something I really enjoy each morning is this small detail of kind of stretching the ligaments around the spine and the neck. Also helps to find upright, you know, sort of like a plumb line that comes eventually, settles into a steady and immovable sitting position. And allow yourselves to just sit, you know, like the upright wild boars that we truly are. Thank mm -hmm. you. 